Welcome back to Z to Z. I'm your host, Louis Picasso. We are now at episode eight. If you're a first time listener to this podcast, we are a franchise podcast that is focused on providing information for Z's by Z's. So today we are continuing the back office zombie series. And I purposely did not bring on a guest to the show. I wanted to tackle the continuation of our Boz episode. Some of you are thinking, what's a Boz episode? That means back office zombie. And uh, maybe the term might catch on if your wife or husband or good friend tells you, hey, don't be a boss, you'll know what that means. <laughs> Anyways, as I said, I wanted to tackle this episode on my own for a couple of reasons. On episode seven, I had Carrie Spriggs from Frank Crum, a PEO service company. We spoke about how most small business owners don't have the time or the expertise to manage all of the back office aspects of their franchise business. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about that and share some insight from my own experiences. And second, back on episode seven, I asked our listeners if they had any questions of their own or questions about my, my previous episodes to send them my way. Well, they did. So today I'm going to answer a few questions. I didn't mention this before, but if you send a question or a comment, and if you're following Z to Z on your favorite podcast channel, go to www.z2z.com. That's z2zee.com at the About Us page and send me a note with your questions or comments. And if I use them on the show, I'll send you a $10 e-gift card for Starbucks. So make sure you have your email address listed. So take notes. It'll help you avoid becoming a boss. So let's get started. So I wanted to continue with our boss series myself because one of the reasons that uh, was that I wanted to answer questions that I received from our listeners. I was really excited to see that I had a few questions from listeners, so I wanted to take some time to answer them as best as I can. Then we're going to jump into a few points that I want to cover related to our boss series, uh, Back Office Zombie. Um, so our first question comes from Liana from New York City metro area, and she asked, what does a transition look like from employee to franchisee? Um, well, I call that the great transition. And really, it's you're going to have to be self-reflective on this one. Um, moving from a secure position, you're, you know, you're having a check guaranteed every couple of weeks uh, to not having a check guaranteed every couple of weeks um, is, is, you know, can take a toll on you. And you have to make the right decision to make sure that that's what you want to go. That's the end game for yourself, right? And not only for yourself, but your family. So, um, you know, so there's going to be a lot of personal and professional um, things that you're going to go through. You're going to ask yourself, yeah, I think you just sit down and really uh, focus on these. Um, I have my thing of like seven points here. So the one of the one of the points is, is review your traits and skills. You got to understand what you're going to bring into the game. Uh, a franchisor is going to want to know what your skills are, what your background is, and 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 find that fit within that particular franchise that you're in might be interested in. Okay, so that's going to be an important thing, and and also really important is your financially preparedness. Uh, are you financially able to make that transition from your corporate job uh, to your to your uh, business, a franchise business? Um, and that's one thing that you're going to not, you're going to have to talk not only that through yourself and your accountant, your CPA, but with your, with your family as well. Um, you want to make sure that, that, you know, there's going to be some hard times and there's going to be some transitions happening. And, and so 
are you willing to make some adjustments in your family and, um, and you know, and how you live? So that's one thing you got to take a look at. Study the franchise or that you're looking at. And maybe not, it may be just one or two uh, or three, uh, but take a look at those and create a pseudo marketing plan. And how would you, how would you market something like this? Now, most franchisors have a marketing plan built into the system, but it's still going to be costly to you. There is going to be some costs involved. Um, I would also really, really important to find mentors and advisors. Um, find somebody that, that either is a franchisee currently that you know, or a business owner, friend, family member that is in business. Uh, talk to them or her and and uh you know ask them what it is and you know what does your day-to-day look like and and um and have them hopefully hopefully they'll be straight with you you know they'll tell you exactly what's 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 going on with them and on a daily basis and 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 you might find it very refreshing to say you know what i think i can handle this or you might be like this is not for me um you might you also might want start to think about maybe if you want to do this Maybe find a brand that you can start off doing part time, um, that you can still you can still have your full time job and make this kind of a side hustle. Uh, it's something to think about. It's you know there is brands out there, there is uh, franchises out there that do offer part time uh, type of of um, of a business, but uh, you know that's going to take some look. That's going to take some looking and 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 you got to make sure that it's going to be the right one anyways. You just don't want to do something just to do it. You want to do it. Want to have a passion for it, and you want to have some kind of knowledge and skills towards that. And of course, always research the industry that you're looking into. Um, so, if you were an engineer and you want to go into wholesaling, or you were a restaurateur working as a manager at a restaurant for so many years, or a corporate corporate entity, and then you want to, you know, uh, do something completely different, um, make sure you research that particular industry. Make sure that it's something that you want to do. Um, and ask around, ask questions. Um, actually, what I did is I would um, actually walk into those particular types of businesses that I would be interested in going. And I would walk in and I'd talk to, if not the manager, the owner, depending on who was there. But I talked to them, get themselves and let them know who I am and what I was intending to do. And, and just wanted to ask them some questions. And sometimes, you know, they'll, they'll sit down and they'll, they'll, uh, they'll talk to you about that. Um, sometimes they're busy, but uh, either way, make that attempt to, to talk to them. Um, so I hope that answers that question. Uh, again, it is all about personal and your professional traits. Can you do it? Is it something that you and your family are ready to do? That's a personal part of it. The professional aspect of things is, do I have the traits? Do I have the skills? And am I ready to do this? So I hope that answered that question on that one. Now, the next question, um, so uh, recommendations, uh, any recommendations from, you know, experienced or veteran franchisees and, and tell us about what those lessons were learned on certain things. Well, I'm going to kind of talk a little bit of that and answer that on my own personal perspective, but there is a lot of lessons that are going to be learned during your journey as a franchisee. Um, lessons learned prior uh, pre-franchisee and post-franchisee, uh, you know, once you're in it and working. So there's going to be a lot of lessons that, that uh, you're going to learn from all this. 
Um, one of the lessons that for me that I learned was um, I thought I could do this when I first started my businesses, my franchises um, back in the early 2000s. Um, I received them to be that I thought that I can do them on my own. Um, I did have some people around me that knew the business and understood the business. So that was great. Um, the problem with that is that I didn't know what to do while I was in the business, if you understand what I'm saying. Um, I knew about the business as a whole. I just didn't know how to run that particular type of business. And, and that was, that was the, some of the, 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 the stress that I had about that. Um, but the lesson that I learned from talking to a, a few veteran uh, franchisees that were in the system was, was to find a, find a partner or a manager that understood that business that um, that knows that business inside and out. And, and I always go back and saying, you know, surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Um, and that's what I, that's what I did. I, I found somebody that um, knew a lot about that business and how to run the day to days. And I knew how to, you know, manage the business from the outside, uh, growing the business, scaling up the business. I knew all that. Um, but she knew the day to day. She knew the internals aspects of that. And so I brought her in as a, as a, as a partner and um, it worked out fantastic. Uh, We were able to scale the business um, from multi, from a single unit to a multi unit um, uh, environment. Uh, We, we grew, we we just grew a lot in a matter of uh, five years. I think we up to about to seven, seven units. Um, and, and with her help, I, I, I couldn't have done it without her help. So I think one lesson that I took is, is, is don't jumpstart it on your own. If, if you, you look at, you give yourself a SWOT analysis, you, what was my strengths, what my weaknesses, what were those opportunities that I would bring in and what were the threats that I had, right? Well, I can tell you that my weaknesses wasn't understanding the day-to-days. My strengths was like scale up a business. I, I understood that part of it. Um, and I understood how the franchise aspect part of that worked. So I got that, but my weaknesses again were the internal aspects of that. So I was able to, um, to, to bring her on board, like I said, and, 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 and because of her, uh, we were able to, uh, to, to grow. So I think, um, I think I hope, uh, I answered those questions, uh, for, for Leanna, I think um, a lot of that is 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 uh, is really personal, professional, understanding who you are as a person, and then understanding the business you're getting into, understanding what that's your strengths and weaknesses are. So let's touch on a few points that I want to that uh, that can possibly keep you up at night, and that you turn into one of those uh, bars, right? Um, and we all don't want to be a back off a zombie. Obviously, it's important to read the FTD, but if you don't feel comfortable with doing it yourself, then hire a franchise agent to help you. Um, and, and also commu- communicate with any and all current Zs that you have in the system and ask them those financial questions um, and that they can really honestly relay only to you, right? So, so those, I mean, it's important, again, to look at the FTD, make sure that you understand it, make sure you read it, make sure you had a professional read it as well. Okay. So um, now one of the things is, is work, work on a business plan. And that's one of the things that I didn't do initially. 
when I first started. I didn't write a business plan. Um, I wasn't directed to write a business plan. Um, I think it was just assumed that I was going to write one, but I never did. Um, and I just kind of went off of it. And that was another lesson learned there as well. But eventually I did. And eventually we got back on track and, and we were able to, 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 you know, to secure locations and scale the business um, as, as we planned it. But one of the things is, is um, if the business is not working on paper, then it's not going to really work in reality. You can, you can turn those numbers upside down, sideways, up and down and everything. But if it's not working out to the numbers that you want to see and your expectations are for that particular business, for that particular brand, that franchise, or then it's really not going to work in reality. There's two types of, of business plans. There's a business plan that you're going to create. You're going to make for the widget that you're going to produce from, from scratch. And then there's a business plan that's a franchisee-based business plan that you're starting from a franchisor that's already established. All that you got to do is just follow the model, right? A franchise business can, can, can be completely funded by either SBA loans, 401k. You adjust your, per, you adjust your finances. You adjust your, your, uh, your loans that you want to do based on those fundamentals. And the franchisor, a really good franchise, is going to guide you through that process, Okay. So the business plan that I call the Z plan, it's got to focus on yourself. What is it, the challenges that yourself, what is it that you can do? What is it that you bring into the, to the business? Okay. Um, and also it's important to understand what your spouse and family's needs are. What direction, what is this franchise brand going to provide you, your spouse and your family? Okay. And also in that Z plan is what is your, your, uh, your CPAs, your bankers and your attorneys looking for? What, did, what information they're going to want to see on a daily basis? You consult with them to, 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 get, to give you a criteria of what they're looking for and put that in your plan. Now, now marketing and public relations entities. Now, um, a lot of Zors, the majority of the good Zors have, uh, they provide insight into internally uh, about the cost and the marketing plan that they have and the public public relations plan that they have internally that they've established already for you. So, you can, you know, so you can research that, you can find information on that. Uh, you could even call, and like I said, call some of the franchise uh, Z's that are in business in your local area and ask them about certain things like this. Um, and some of them will be very happy to answer your questions and you just let be honest with them say, listen, I'm interested in, 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 uh, in being a franchise for this particular brand. And, and I just wanted to ask you some questions. Um, it's always important to, to research those types of areas and, and, and reach out to people like that. Um, now, you're also going to want the business plan or the Z plan for your franchisor. Um, I, have, I was at one point a franchise business consultant and one of the requirements for one of the brands that I worked for was that uh, they wanted to see a business plan. So my job was to help develop um, a business plan along with the franchisee to kind of build that as they went along, right? Um, and and tweak it and add things and remove things. And and so so having that Z plan for your for your franchise Zor is it's important. You may or may not need it for them. But either way, you're going to need one for yourself. 
And writing a plan like this also gives you the self-direction and the internal controls. Um, you know, you, you're going to be, you're going to be on, uh, you're going to have to manage yourself and, 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 uh, and direct yourself into the areas that you want to be into and get in. So you be, so you can be successful. And even the internal controls that you have, um, you want to be able to make sure that those bad habits that, that, uh, that you may have when you were working the nine to five don't show up when you have your own business. Okay. And then it also creates a timetable for you. What, at what point do you want an action to cause a reaction, right? So, you know, is it, you know, so giving your, yourself the plan uh, to, to say, okay, you know what, by third, you know, first quarter, second quarter, fourth quarter, I want X, Y, and Z to happen. You'll be able to put that in the timeline on your, on your um, Z, uh, Z plan. Um, and, and so you're going to have to be honest with yourself, with your family, understanding that there's going to be some changes that are probably going to have to be made. Um, and setting up a Z plan, it creates and builds confidence for yourself. Um, it really, it really gives you that energy when you're writing down, when you're sitting in front of your computer uh, or your laptop, or, or if you just want to handwrite things, that's fine. Um, but it's going to build and create that confidence that you're going to need to say that, you know what, I have the discipline to do this and, and, and I'm writing things down. And I'm and I'm accomplishing a goal, and and I think that that really sets your the, the the confidence for yourself, and it sets the example for your family that that you that you are serious, and then it, it provides that trust that they need. Um, as you building the Z plan, you'll be able to say, okay, I'm going to scale to this level. I'm not I'm not quite sure what I need to do. So at this particular point, I'm going to refer over to my mentor or ask other franchisees, experienced franchisees that, that maybe I, that they can help me with that. That's just being, that's just being proactive. What's your exit strategy? A lot of people say, man, Louie, I haven't even opened my door yet. And you're asking me about what my in-game strategy is. Well, it's important. And I tell people this, I said, if you, if you, you're going to get in your car and they say, where you're going, you're going to give them an answer, right? And sometimes people get into business and they don't have an answer of where they're going to wind up at. What, what, what do they want to accomplish at the end of the day? What is it they want to accomplish after 10, 15, 20 years? You know, um, you know what is it that they want to do? And, uh, and so whatever that is, you got to work towards that. You got you to just mark your map towards that direction, whatever that may be. How do I plan that? What I need to do? What I need to do early? Um, and one of the things that I read that really helped me out to understand this and, um, and I recommend reading the book Endwise, uh, the guide to selling your business by Brian Lencer. Um, it's on Amazon. Check it out. It really gives you coming in inside of the preparedness that you have when you're starting to wanting to get to that point of, 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 um, of selling your business and what do you need to do? And, and just the processes and the procedures and self-direction that you're going to need in order to do that. So moving on, I think one important thing is that we have to, is what as a franchisee had to look at is consult with your legal and accounting advisors. And I think it's time to spend, this is a really good time that people like that. Ah, I don't want, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to spend any money on that. I'm going to just try to let that go as much as I can. Well, that's in, that could get you in trouble. You really want to be able to consult with a, with a, with your CPA or an accountant, have an attorney, spend some money on that. So you can set up your corporation the correct way, your LLC. 
you want to be able to be protected. You want to be able to call an attorney that you have on um, uh, available to you and a CPA that you have available to you um, to help you through these processes. Um, you know, if you got if you're on top of everything, you know the chance of this happening is not going to be there. But you always got to be prepared and you always got to be ready. So that's an important tip there. Is this is as silly as this may sound, but um, pay your taxes. It, it's 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 no exception. If the business goes bankrupt, you may be able to to have a lot of your debt discharged, right? Uh, but those taxes will not be discharged. Um, now, this sounds it's going to sound a little harsh, but it's going to be better to lay off an employee or employees and be you don't want any monkeys on your back, especially the IRS. So, um, or, or the state or, 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 or whatever that may be the city, take care of your taxes, do what you need to do. Sometimes you have to make tough decisions. That's what, that's what being an entrepreneur is, uh, sometimes about. So make those decisions. Um, and, uh, that way you can avoid some consequences down the line. So those are, uh, some points that I wanted to share with you. Also, uh, I did want to share with you, um, some pointers from a very successful franchisee. His name is Jerry Bland uh, from Raleigh, North Carolina. He was awarded uh, by the Franchise Business Review, uh, a franchise uh, research firm, uh, the 2022's Franchise Rockstar Awards. Uh, Jerry owns an at-work franchise uh, out of uh, Raleigh, and uh, he was selected, just check this out, he was selected from over 30,000 franchisees representing more than 300 brands that participated in, in the in the research uh, from, from the franchise business review. So he uh, he brought us some pointers. I think there's uh, seven, eight of them here that I wanted to share with you that made him successful. And um, so we'll start here with, uh, he says, one, be a planner. You know, have a plan for your business and personal life. Share it with your staff and your family along with the progress report and the activities and sacrifices required to achieve your objective on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annual, and, and, and annually. He also says to make a financial plan, um, ensuring you have a financial plan and work through that plan with an account professional quarterly and annually, just like we spoke about earlier, and making adjustments along the way. Okay, He mentioned about setting expectations. Uh, he recommends discussing the short-term sacrifices required to launch the franchise business and, and setting expectations with your family. And then really looking at what that means in terms of your time and your schedule. So again, 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 it's very important. You can't discount your family when you're making this decision to become a, become a Z. Um, also, he said, invest in good employees. Hire the right people, the right person for the right situation and invest in them early and don't settle or cut corners. And also he said, use your time wisely. As a franchisee, time management has been the foundation for his success. Um, and then take the time to network. Network and build relationships with successful people. So really surround yourself with successful successful people, people that that have that have uh, have done and accomplished a lot within the franchise industry. It's good to get to know them and understand what they do and how they got there. And then last but not least, um, he said to strive for a work-life balance. Ensure your plan 
important time spent outside of work to have that balance and also to prioritize wellness and getting no sleep each night and eat healthy and, and foods and, 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 and exercise, right? So this comes from a guy who, who 30,000 of his peers uh, said that this guy was doing a great job. Uh, so, so, you know, we really want to take to what he says to heart. As a new owner, you'll have a lot to deal with for the first year or so. So, I mean, you're going to, we, like we talked about budgeting, forecasting, monitoring and managing performance and, and all these things that you're going to have to do in, in the back office. And, but you want to be able to really understand these and delegate these as much as you can, because again, the, you're going to become a boss and you don't want that. Right. So ask yourself this, how can I set up a, a structure to support me in this role as an entrepreneur, as a franchisee and, and who can help me support, who can support me? You know, who are those folks that, that I have around me that can support me through this process? And, and then ask yourself, what can I delegate? And, and what processes can I delegate to others um, so where I can focus on the important things? So also, I, I, I made a list of five questions. I call them the do I questions. Um, so these are the five questions. And do I have a long-term goal for the wealth that I aim to build through my franchise ownership? Do I have a plan for how much debt I will repay in each of the next three years and how much additional financing I may need for expansion, equipment, etc.? And do I have the budget for adequate sales and marketing activities? Again, your franchisor might and can and does have um, opportunities for marketing through them. So research that. Do I know how much cash my business will need in the next week, month, three months? And I have taken and, and have I taken appropriate action so these cash needs can be met? And I do not, I repeat, I do not plan to use credit cards to finance business expenses for more than a month. So thanks again. I appreciate you you listening in at Z2Z.com today. I hope you took some information that was uh, worthy of your time. If you have any questions or anything, just again at zdc.com. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. If you are a franchisor or Z looking for more information on how you or your Zs can stop being that midnight zombie, Email me at info at z to z.com. That's I N F O at z to z.com. Or you can DM me directly on Facebook or LinkedIn. As always, you can check out all of our current and previous podcast episodes on www.z to z.com. That's z to z e e.com. You can also find us on uh, your favorite podcast channels on z to z. Please don't forget to subscribe and follow us. As always, I'll leave you with one of my favorite quotes. The best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. Thank you. Until next week.